Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 94.1. A new report says 2017 was one of the hottest years in recorded history. Uh, the annual State of the Climate Report was released yesterday. They compile, they compile data from over 500 scientists, more than 60 countries. And it turns out that 2017 set a new record for global sea levels as well. Arctic and Antarctic Man. sea ice was at a record low. We're seeing ocean temperatures also near a record high. And the TSA, Transportation Security Administration officials, are considering no more passenger screenings at more than 150 small and medium-sized U.S. airports. They say that the move to cut screenings at airports where planes have 60 or fewer seats would save $115 million annually. How small are we talking? Are we talking like Lincoln airports? Yes, I'm guessing small like that. Um, Do those planes have 60 or fewer seats? I've never flown in and out of Lincoln. I'm wondering if this is know. more like regional airports where, you know, like they even can't smaller, the like even yeah. smaller than Lincoln. Okay. Yeah. Cause I flew when I uh, went to South Padre, I just remember flying into this, uh, Brownville or there's another, um, small airport also out there and it's small. And, and you do think like, why do I need to go through security? I mean, security, it's hardly not even security. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing I thought it was going to be like that type of smaller airport now if you're going through a smaller airport and then connecting into a larger airport at that point you would have to go through the regular tsa screening but they're just saying if you're going from one little guy and it's just a one you know one-stop shop then you could probably i wish they could just get get smart like you remember the story that just got leaked last week that they're saying air marshals have been following people so they were unofficially doing what we don't think is pc to do Go, following people that they think look suspicious. Yeah. You could, we could get rid of the whole taking your shoes off if we just got not PC and said, just search who you want to search. But I know that you can't do that anymore because people are like, you know, people can exploit it or it's racist mm-hmm. or whatever. But, you know, that's the our whole idea that you have to shake down grandma because she might be a terrorist. And if you don't, yeah, the terrorists would what? Dress up like grandma? Probably. I just don't see how if you have TSA in big airports, the logic of not having it in little ones, because in theory, aren't you leaving open a hole? Yeah, you absolutely are. It's these and small. That's, t- that's the why I think it's funny that it's all over the news. They're like, hey, you know, uh, um, but yeah, it leaves open a hole. But so, you, but you said that if you're connecting to another flight, yes. do you have to? Because you don't have to do that now when you connect to another flight. No, because you're going. You've already been screened. But if you are coming from an airport that didn't have screening, this would be your first time going through. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. So that would also create, I'm sure, some sort of interesting... Lines. Uh, well, logistics for those bigger airports. Like, what yeah. what uh, gates do you put them in that, that would flush them out? I mean, it's kind. Of, I, I would imagine it's along the same lines as like when you come in through customs and you have to pick up your bags and then you got to go through 
all over yeah, again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's something like that. Right. Ohio State University is placing football coach Urban Meyer on paid leave after abuse claims were filed against his former assistant. OSU took action yesterday as it investigates a report that Meyer was aware of assault allegations made against his former assistant coach by his ex-wife. They're trying to say it's mm-hmm. almost like a Joe Paterno thing. Remember that Joe Pa was aware mm-hmm. of an assistant coach abusing little kids? Look the other way. Regardless of any kind of level of abuse, this is a guy smacking around his pregnant, what, wife? Mm-hmm. And that yeah, he knew ex-wife. about it and she's gone public. Saying and anyone can, I mean, Ohio State fans are livid. People are like, even once this clears, does Urban even come back? How do I you mean, they're like the like bell that? of the ball of the Big Ten. I mean, it changes things. Mm-hmm. What wow. happens this season when we play them? How how quickly are they going to do this turnaround? We play at Ohio, at Ohio State November 3rd, Nebraska at Ohio State. I guess we're going to find out soon. I mean, they come yeah. up for ratings today. Uh, rankings better yet, um, and that's one of the big con- um, questions too. Is that you know just because of all this happening, where where are they going to fall? I don't now, know, Meyer, for his know. part, says that he supports the university's decision, right. well, so he's cooperating and he's not grumbling about it, and he says he looks forward to resolution of the matter. So maybe him, he feels pretty confident that it can go forward. Have you ever and- seen his story, Molly? He's a really, really intense coach. He's the former professional coach that left the pros to go uh, coach again. Right? Oh, isn't huh. that the the backstory? Where I was he before? I'm not. I don't even isn't he remember. Super, super intense. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a, a a coach to be known. That's I guess sure. I'm thinking of Michigan's coach was the guy that left the pro. So Urban stayed. Urban stayed in uh, in the college ranks, but he's dang good. So yeah, we're gonna Ohio's- see. It's only gonna make our coach Scott Frost look even better. Yeah. Security He's, analysts. By the way, say, Scott Frost has a press conference today. I believe it's at two thirty. So if anybody wants to watch what he's going to say, you can turn it. It's on. just the start of his what his week. Start of the it's start of the uh, the fall uh, practices and stuff. I think it starts tomorrow or something. I thought I saw, but yeah, that's today. All right, what else? Security analysts say a new group of hackers has successfully breached electricity utility networks here in the U.S. The hacking group has targeted companies that manage the generation, transmission, or distribution of energy across the United States. So far, the hackers haven't gotten into control systems that power elements of the electric grid. But the new research is evidence that hackers are working to get into critical infrastructure networks. They could be intending to stage disruptive or destructive attacks. Remember, we thought that there were, there was uh, rumors that they thought a cyber attack might happen uh, on the the quote unquote grid last year during our election. You remember before the election, shut it down before all this Russia stuff that they were just saying they might try and turn the power off across the country just to meddle with the election. Meaning, just you know, to mess with it. Polling booths would be closed. Yeah, what a mess. You know, I think that, that that was the main put on our last election was just to put it in question. Cause it stress. could happen. You're screwing with democracy if the lights don't work, right? Mm-hmm. On an election day? Sure. Yeah, everybody will freak yeah. out. Are you kidding me? On election day. NASA is about to take another step toward putting humans back in space. Tomorrow, the agency is going to reveal which astronauts will be the first on board commercial spacecraft built by SpaceX and Boeing. So it's going to be made from the Johnson Space Center in Houston. The test flights of the Boeing Starliner and the SpaceX Crew Dragon 
are expected to, get, to begin either later this year or early 2019. But this could be our first foot into getting back into the manned missions game. And after a one year hiatus or one summer hiatus, the Owl Ride is back this Saturday. Cyclists can choose from a seven and a half mile course or the longer 17 mile course through downtown and midtown Omaha. It starts at nine o'clock at Lewis and Clark Landing. It's all a fundraiser to help improve the lives of adults with developmental disabilities. If you want to learn more, find out about ticketing and all that, uh, owlride.org. What time s it start? Nine o'clock? So I, yep. I guess in theory, you could do the Taco Fest, leave early. And then go do that and, if you want and to. And kick off the thing at nine. Taco Fest goes till 10. We're just going to be over on the other side of the river. Yeah. I guess they're、yeah. just waiting for nightfall. Those bikes are always like all glowy and. It's pretty it's cool.、Neat. People have、yeah. glow. Glow、uh, sticks. Yeah, put, do, do people still put glow sticks in their mouth? I do. At、just、the hot tub. Yeah, just at home and just dancing. Just dancing. <laughs> They've just got all those necklaces、party. and bracelets and everything now. You can have all sorts of fun glow stick earrings. You can make yourself. Do you have any glowy very- floatables in your hot tub? No, I don't yet. I haven't walked to that. You ever, but,、yeah. um, have you ever applied your floater, your, your、uh, hot tub turd? No, I'm waiting. Plastic fake turd? I'm holding off. I've been holding off since I got it. I've been prepping. I've been you, prepping to be a little bit. Do you have like a、house. box of. of、um, well, the funny thing is that we're looking for something and、uh, I have props next to the hot tub. You're sort of like, <laughs> sort of like being in the hot tub with carrot top. I got the hat. I got the big old hat now. I'm doing that. But it was funny because we're looking for something and I have that,、uh, that fake、uh, poop, hot tub、uh-huh. poop hidden. And Wileen grabs it and this thing is huge. And it's in her hand. She doesn't even think about it. It's in her hand. She's talking to me. I'm like staring at it. I'm like, you got a big old poop in your hand. You couldn't, we, were you so happy that everything in your universe had lined up?、Yes. I got my, my best girl with me. She's holding on to the, the fake turd. The fake turd. And we're hot tubbing. <laughs> Take me now, Lord. So I've been telling Oliver, the youngest, I've been like, dude, watch out for, for、uh, Simon. He's the,、uh, the, the white dog.、Mm-hmm. For some reason, he's been you know, using the restroom in, you know, pooping in beds. So, my idea is that, that was your setup. I keep setting it up until finally one day I'm just going to go in there and lay it in there. And when he wakes up in the morning, there'll be a nice little fresh fakey right、how、there. How much? He's talking to his、how? friends. He's like, New Dad has the weirdest、yeah. sense of humor. Let's, let's be honest. How much setup does that joke take? I know. I, mean, I know. How deep, deep cover do you have to go? Don't you just say, Watch out, white dog is pooping in beds. And then one hour later, you lay turd. Right. I've been holding on to this for four months. He's doing the、why. long con.、Yeah. I am. I'm like, dang it, Simon. <laughs> so it'll happen. <laughs> Slowly working your way up. The CDC has a very disturbing reminder,、uh, but apparently they feel like it needs to be said. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are urging Americans to stop reusing condoms. This is just what world do we live in? Research has found that、uh, as many as 3% of people. Have tried to reuse condoms and half have put a condom on too late or removed it too soon. Now, the problem is what? Because it breaks or what? what? I mean, this is gross, but I can understand people in the moment, right?、They're, right. And I would think that someone out there, a safe sex person, would go, well, reusing is better than not using one at all. Than not using? I don't know. So, what, is the, what does the CDC say? Fresh every、gross. time. They say, we say it because、fresh. people do it. Don't wash or reuse condoms. Use a fresh one for each sex act. And this was like on their Twitter. I mean, they, they put this out public service. It must be a common, a common thing then. I, I mean, I saw that story and I was like, well, this is weird, but okay. Sponsored by the Trojan Company. 
Oh, don't reuse, buy new ones. But the only reason some of you reuse is because what, they're young, broke. I'm I don't saying know. it's in the moment, meaning right. you have, that you have one there. left and yeah. you want to try again. Yeah. It, I think, it reduces right? the effectiveness. I mean, obviously. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you you were asking why that you it's every time you reuse one of these, you risk, you know, not it, it not having its full potency for whatever reason. Because well, it has spermicide stuff in there. Some of them, yeah. I mean, do the, all of them, or is it I, just you know? What? I don't know much. I, I you know what? I took <laughs> that condom washing class growing up, and it's such a long time ago. I, I can't remember. I really can't. I remember showing up at college and they made us like it was like one of the orientation things. What's the last was, time you've had to be around one? Was uh, comes in your usage. gift box. I went to. I'm sure these these policies have changed now, but the big controversial there was that there's a company that makes these welcome boxes. Okay, and colleges buy them all across the country. Everybody mm-hmm. buys them. It's Welcome Box USA. There's probably yeah. ten companies that do it goes into your tuition and it comes with all kinds of stuff. Well, they used to always be full of condoms. It was a very forward thinking do. Let's okay. Makes but at sense. Catholic universities was a big deal, especially this is back in the day at Creighton. When we were there, it was controversial because they had to they had to have somebody go through your box and remove the condoms. Oh, oh my gosh. Because it was sure. a Catholic school. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, and so I remember so it also had, what did it have? It had cough, me- all these welcome boxes had cough medicine in them too. It was like, hey, you're a college freshman, a little bit sick. of medicine, yeah. Hey. So you're, it's freshman year in the dorms, and guys are going door to door, going, "Can I have your cough medicine?" Because they're going to go from what, your welcome Robin? box. They're going door to door and getting two. Okay. Yeah, and they were making scissor freshman year. I'm like oh. these guys are idiots. It's like day one, and you're already meeting the idiots in your dorm. <laughs> Can I have your cough? Like you guys medicine? are going to go down and drink some scissor? Probably. Oh my gosh. Gross. And you know what that guy's name was? His name was Big Party. Oh, man. <laughs> True story. I need your scissor. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Channel 94. One. All right. Welcome to Kelly. Uh, last December, we did our diaper drive. We had a very successful diaper drive again last year. The last two years, we've raised a million diapers. And we always get to meet amazing people. And on the, the first Friday of, of uh, the diaper drive this last December... Uh, we met this next individual uh, who joins us on the phone. Carrie uh, came up with two other gals, uh, Kendra, Sasha, and Carrie, and they they made a donation. And it's always nice meeting people. And um, they told us that that Carrie had lost a little girl, M, and they wanted to make a donation to the diaper drive in honor of M. Kindness for M. Um, her and Carrie joins us on the phone. Carrie, good morning. Good morning. And it's Carrie. It's you and your husband, Dylan. Yeah. Good morning, Hello. guys. Good morning. Good to talk hey, to you guys. So that was really neat meeting you last year. That was very powerful. We've met people like that before that they want to give a donation in honor of someone. So you made a donation for M. I thought it was beautiful. You came back a second time. Yeah, and, you did. And so tell us yeah. about what's coming up. So so M's birthday would be it would be coming up uh, this August, and you're doing uh, a kindness for M challenge. What is that? Yeah, so her birthday is on the 15th of this month, and... Just we've been doing the whole kindness for Emma thing on the fifteenth of every month um, since about a month after she died, and this month we just kind of wanted to do something different. So the kindness for M challenge is doing sometime between now and the fifteenth, doing three hundred and sixty-five acts of kindness. Um, and I had ordered a whole bunch of cards, and on the front of them they say, "Please accept this random act of kindness in memory of a little girl who can't be here to do it herself." And then on the back, it has that hashtag kindness for M. 
Um, and so we've just been giving those out to people and like mailing them out to friends. Um, it's reached as far as people in Japan and Germany. Wow. So that's been really cool. So what are, uh, Gary, what are the, some of the things that, that you guys are doing for, in means of acts of kindness? You know, like it doesn't have to be anything big. So just donating some clothes, paying for somebody's coffee who's behind you in line at Scooters. Um, I always put a plug in for donating to Healing Embrace just because they've really been um, this awesome nonprofit in the area that's uh, really just helped us through everything. Um, just anything and everything counts. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. Okay. So basically, right. we can go pick one. We can take one of these acts of kindness. Is that the idea? Uh, you know, pull one off and do it in honor of them? Yeah. So, like, uh, something we had thought about doing was just taping one to a vending machine with a dollar and kind of leaving the card there with a dollar and somebody can get something out of the vending machine and then they go do their act of kindness and pass it to the next person. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's yeah. a good idea, actually. And um, we, and so we can find what? The link on your Facebook page? Um, hashtag yeah, kindness I for can M send that to you guys. Uh, I made an event page in case anybody wants to do their act of kindness and then post what they did on that page. Uh, my husband and I always really love reading those stories. Um, so I can send that to you guys if you okay. want to share it on your page as yeah. well. You we we certainly want to share And it seems like you got a lot of followers and you've got like a neat circle of family and friends. So um, yeah, I was just... We've we- had a lot of support. We were just amazed at how you had turned something that can be so hard that a lot of people go through into something so positive. How did you do that? Um, you know, I just, I'm not the kind of person to say like, you know, this terrible thing happened and it just is what it is. I needed something good to come out of it. And when she died, I just kept saying, you know, something good has to come out of this. Um, and just after about a month, I surprisingly couldn't find anything good that had come out of it. So it was just kind of like, you know, we're going to make our own good come out of it. And that's kind of where kind of for ends I'm from. I love okay. it. That's awesome. That's great. And so Carrie, awesome. you and Dylan are what you're, you're a young couple, um, uh, trying to start a family. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Okay. And you said you said you, uh, have people doing this or have heard from people doing this in, in Japan, all over the, all over the world. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of a military brat, Okay. so uh, we lived in Japan for a while and England for a while, and so I have friends there who wanted to just kind of bring kindness for them there. So it's grown from just being like in the Omaha area to just all over the country and all over other countries as well. Okay, wow, that's pretty awesome that things like that can travel so well. How are the two um, of you guys doing? What's the latest on uh, on your story with Carrie and Dylan? Um, so we are expecting again. Congratulations! So that's, that's fantastic. Been a roller coaster for sure, but you know we're really excited. We're hopeful that everything will work out. Oh, that's great uh, news! That's that great news. Awesome. Congratulations! Yeah. That's fantastic. Thanks. And just kind of, you know, we've realized that everything kind of just moves forward and we have to move forward too, but we're always going to move forward with Emma and just kind of bring her with us as, you know, life changes and our family grows. Yeah, that's great that, from there. To, to, to always, you know, keep everybody coming along. Now, Dylan, what are you doing to get ready? Are you going to put on some sympathy weight or have you already started? <laughs> 
I've been preparing for this for years. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so a- have I. I. I'm ready to go if I ever. I've been preparing. Oh. I've put on my sympathy weight for all of y'all. You bet. <laughs> Well, thank you. Hey, well, so, uh, yeah, go ahead and send us that link so we can share it and then help spread the word of, uh, the, you know, spreading kindness. Yeah, I I'll mean, put that, it, that's awesome. I'll link you know. it on, on our Facebook page uh, as that well. That would be great. But it, I, meant, it meant a lot to meet you guys at the diaper drive. That was really sweet. Had you guys ever taken part in our December diaper drive before? You know, we just moved here two years ago, and that was the first time we had actually heard about it. Okay. Okay. I just right. thought that was so sweet because it's, and we've we've heard similar stories, but that's kind of the idea of the diaper drive. It's not us just taking care of those kids down at the Lydia house. It's basically the whole idea of the diaper drive is taking care of kids, all kids, everybody. It's the spirit yeah. of um, taking care of these kids that can't take care of themselves right now. So yeah. uh, we thought I it was. I think a- it's just so awesome that you guys are that you guys do that and to know like. It's the biggest one in the area, right? It's I think oh, yeah. personally, I, I think it's the biggest one in the country. Um, this thing, I mean, it's huge. Um, the amount of That's diapers awesome. that are donated by you know everybody that supports uh, you know women and children and and, and everything and, and the kids taking care of kids is just fantastic. Are, are so high. I don't. I think other people don't even believe it. They're like, oh my god, you guys had a million diapers in three days. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a yeah, huge community coming together, you know. All right, so we're hoping for, um, you know, wishing nothing but uh, health and love for 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 Carrie, for you and and your husband and yeah, your baby, you and um, let's see you again at the diaper drive. We'll be yeah, excited to see you this yeah, year we and will celebrate. Definitely be there every year. All right, so that's great. I can leave a dollar in the vending machine, but I gotta leave that card there, right? Because here, those uh, people yeah, are just. I can definitely the card okay. is supposed to come in the mail tomorrow. If okay. you guys want, I can definitely. Mail you some, drop right. them off. You can drop them oh, off. Love neat. to meet you again. See you again. That's for sure. All in honor of Emma's okay. birthday, which should be what? On the, when is the her 15th. birthday? The 15th. Okay, okay. So August 4th through the 15th, uh, Acts of Kindness, hashtag kindness for M challenge. And I'll post it on our Facebook page right now. Really sweet. So it's it's good to hear from you again. Carrie and, and Dylan, thanks for, for chatting with yeah, us today. Thank you for jumping on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I'll send you that link. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. See you later. Thanks, guys. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel941.com. What's up? So Rihanna says that she thinks that a lot of ladies are fans of hers on account of the fact that she's so thick now. Uh, this is, in her own words, she's going to be on the cover of British Vogue. Mm-hmm. And in the interview that's inside the magazine, she says, having a butt comes with a price. You want to have a butt? Then you got to have a gut. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. She fully embraces her curves as well as her stretch marks and occasionally unshaven legs. Rihanna will be on the cover of next month's uh, Vogue. She's the first black woman to ever appear on the Rihanna, magazine September cover. Is she cover. really? All right. so smoking hot that yeah. she can mm-hmm. get a little thick. She can get because she's gotten a little fluffy, but she... she carries it right. Like I noticed that at one of those award ceremonies when she brought up Childish Gambino, the last one. Um, she uh, looked, uh, but she looked good. She looked good, beautiful. Yeah, and that she voice. Was, okay, yeah, her eyes and her face. Mm-hmm. and... Shirane, let's lean into the creepy. Oh, yeah, shaking that booty. Yeah. So Charlie Sheen is uh, looking to have his child support payments reduced because he's in dire financial crisis 
after what he claims is being blacklisted from Hollywood. Does she still get paid for men, 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 men? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, he'll get residual checks. He does? So he should be getting... Sure. Oh, I guess you're right. This is the reruns. Dollar yeah. bills, y'all. They got an ad for... I saw on one of the channels, I don't know how many other channels it's syndicated on, because you can find um, that show on yeah, all the time. You bet. Right. Um, one of the channels got a really funny ad where they recut the commercials. So have you guys seen that one where everyone's going, shh, shh, like they're about ready to say sheen? No. Like they went into any time someone on an episode is going to say a word with shh, like shut up or it's yeah. Saturday. And obviously they've edited in the audio of somebody going, shh. So it sounds like everybody's about ready to say sheen. Anyway, it's a really funny ad. Obviously, two and a half men on uh, on replay is still embracing Charlie Sheen big time. He said he's oh, still yeah. worth $20 million, but he hasn't done anything. I would think that know. those residual payments got to be big. You would think. Syndication? You're not even yeah. doing anything. Not doing anything. That's what they say. Agent that, that earned its keep. That's when you've made it. If you can get a sitcom syndication deal... It's done. You never have to work again. That's what I thought. So it just keeps but, running like happy days. Yeah, the days checks just keep like, coming in. I mean, like, think about it. Like, wow. depending on how it worked friends. for... Oh. oh, friends for sure. But I mean, I don't know, like, on some of those older shows, like, you wonder, like, with Brady Bunch, if they get residuals or stuff like that. I mean, I don't know when the residual check phenomenon started, but that's pretty standard now. You do a, a series like that, and you're one of the stars. They want to show it again. You get paid. Oh, right no, now, no. I guess Charlie Sheen currently pays Denise Richards... $20,000 a month for their daughters, oh. Sam and Lola, and he pays that Brooke Muller $55,000 a month for their two sons. Oh, my God. I know. A month. That's no. their child support payments. Come on. Hey, I know the kids need to be brought up good and healthy and all that stuff and things need to be paid for, but... Uh, $55,000 a month is a bit much. Oh my gosh, I know. Wouldn't well, you and then agree? that's just child support. I, yeah. I mean, so then you got to figure, alimony? depending on your, well, de- yeah, guess, alimony, well. depending on what your uh, lawyer negotiated, child support may, I mean, tuition may be a separate thing. Like that might just be child support, but hey, by the way, Charlie, you're on the hook for any extracurricular activities, yeah, any yeah. Oh, tuition. Yeah. It, so, all, it all comes out, you know, I'm sure. That's a bit much. Come on. Denise Richards, are- you can't tell me she's not working. How mad would you be if you're Denise Richards and you're only getting $20,000 a month for your two daughters and Brooke is getting $55,000 a month for the two sons? God, doesn't it seem like something's <laughs> broken there a little bit? I mean, I know people that also pay so much money for child support and I'm, that's none of my business. Ain't no and they're living in apartments and they're trying to make it. And yeah, I, I, I'm always like, be careful. You know, well, and then you have men. people yes. think about, we're talking about other guys, people. guys, and well, you some see women. those guys where they get and um, some women, they get so bitter about this process yeah. that you see where the guys are like, I'll live in a mattress behind a dumpster before I give her a dime. You bet. Which, and, so like, and, the, and the guys out there that they think they're winning by doing that, <sighs> they're not. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible because I mean, at the end of the day, it's the kids that are paying the price you know i mean it is your child you have to go pick up your buddy and you're like where does he live and he ducks up behind a dumpster hey guys no i'm doing good gets in the back Uh, of your car charlene is not going to get a nickel though so i'm tell her you saw me by the way you guys have not seen me i have no money by the way those kids man they grow up and they remember they absolutely well i mean you know the flip side of this fifty thousand fifty five thousand dollars a month think about all the dads that aren't or pay, mothers. Wow. I mean, depending on what the child support, but I'm saying like who aren't paying a dime, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, like, I mean, just, 
Yeah. Kind of deadbeats out there that don't, or just so, people that don't pay. So. Jennifer Aniston uh, is Team Friends reunion. Who knew? She says that she's absolutely open to starring in a reboot of the 90s hit series Friends. And she's not alone. Her buddies, Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow, they, she says they talk about it all the time. Fantasize about it. Primary, Greatest job she ever had. And they're saying Matt LeBlanc is not on board, but he somebody is. else must be standing in the way. Because usually what stands in the way of bringing a show like that back is time and lack of interest. One, nobody wants it. Mm-hmm. And the time element it is nobody looks good enough to go on TV. Seriously. And that's it's not a pretty high bar for a show like Friends where they were all the best looking people in the country. Then. And they still look good. You could yeah. do it. Usually you wouldn't be able yeah. to bring it even back without being all bloated. And they all look good. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yes. And I think the only one that's maybe changed the most would have been Courtney Cox. I think she, well, she got a little work done or she's, something like she's that. She's done a couple. She's yeah. tried to yeah. keep that look fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Now she's kind of looking more feline than fresh. That kind of like meow. cat. Lisa Kudrow, she <laughs> still looks like rocks. It looks like she's still on this show, man. Um, I don't oh see God. Ross doing anything. I hate him anyway, but uh, um, well, he still does a lot of production. Like, we love them. I said, I love them. They look great. You're like, totally. Uh, Courtney Cox looks terrible. I hate Schwimmer. Yeah. Maybe we don't want them. Meow, meow, meow. Maybe this is why they don't want to come back. They're like, you're so Probably. mean. Probably. But. Speaking of uh, shows people love, I don't know if it would ever come back, but Dawson's Creek the uh that Meredith Monroe says that the show's cast has a group text going. Um, well, they just the text did the chain an- started after their twentieth anniversary. They, they did, did that it. photo spread for mm-hmm. Vanity Fair or some magazine where they all got together. And again, right. that that cast has aged well. Well, and it's interesting. So Busy Phillips, who I forgot was on on that. Um, Busy Phillips and uh, Michelle Williams are like besties and that whole uh, piece that they do on Michelle Williams and Vanity Fair Busy Phillips is like one of the people that they interview a lot it seems like they're like a lot of good friends but they've all kept in touch which is so cool considering like you look at them talk about the women did well from that show that's Katie Holmes yeah Um, I think we'll keep in touch when this show falls apart I hope so. <laughs> Never speak to you again. I well, always like Joshua Jackson. They just had that um, roast for... Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard got up there. speak for 20 Said, years. We haven't spoken decades. in 20 years. Isn't that crazy? And they were a hit. They were a number one show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. That show was amazing. Um, and uh, so Dawson's Creek was on from 1998 to 2003. Now, I don't think that they will ever get that cast back together. Those See, people have like really. I don't remember the later years. I probably only watched a couple either. of seasons because I don't remember. I didn't even watch it. Oh, I, th- there were a bunch of people that became famous in the late okay. seasons. Yeah. But I think it's just, yeah. So they are on the uh, cover of Entertainment Weekly. They did a photo shoot and it's all of them. They all look great. I mean, talk about people who are, it's like, I would watch you again on TV. You all look amazing. Uh, Kevin Williamson, what what happened to him? He was the screenwriter who basically couldn't miss. Did, did Dawson's Creek, Vampire Diaries. Uh, he wrote the Scream movies. I know what you did last summer. Remember that? He was like the hot writer. Yeah. Oh, he wrote all those. Vampire Diaries is still on, or it was until last year. So I think he's stuck uh, with television because um, I'm looking at the IMDb in the Vampire Diaries 2009 to 2017. He did The Following, which was really good. That was the one with Kevin Bacon. Okay. Yeah, I remember um, that. You bet. Yeah. So he's still with television. Looks like he's done a lot for, for TV. 
but yeah, I mean, he's kept busy for sure. This, This is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel941.com.